Hi, my name is Nick Thompson and I run holisticvet.co.uk. We're based near Bath in England. I'm Dr. Brendan Clark. I'm based at Towerwood Vets in West Yorkshire. And my name's Dr. Connor Brady, the non-vet of the gang from dogsbirds.ie. And together we are everyone's favourite bit of a cow for some reason. I always find Be that very interesting. Be careful say that. And, and <laughs> can I just say before we start, thanks to Moddy for the photos, okay? Uh, had to come Ooh, from Moddy, yeah. our tripe queen, okay? Uh, um, yeah. But yes, this was uh, last summer. Uh, these were the cleaned up version, Connor, before you think there's anything very else nice. coming. <laughs> there is better photographs I'd like to see, but another time. <laughs> So, so we're talking this stuff. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Ah, These photographs, this is, uh, this is, Maddie is uh, the tribe queen. She is simplyrawfeeding.co.uk. Canine nutritionist guys, check her out. And uh, very few people know more about tribe than her, but between the three of us, I'm sure we could put together some sort of show on it. Uh, and also thanks yeah. to Karen for all the questions. Karen, you did a great job. Uh, a lot of people sent in a lot of questions. This is one of the busier uh, nights for questions. So thank you, Karen, for organizing our thoughts for all that. That's mm. fantastic. But, uh, yeah, Brent. So, did you learn much about tripe when you were with Maddie? Oh, yeah. Well, it was a it was a mutual thing. I think it was uh, you know talking about uh, the number of chambers, the different types of tripe, because you know this is obviously from beef. Uh, we went through all of the stuff about um, from uh, lamb through to um, even venison. Totally different type of tripe, you know. From uh, so this is all stomach lining. You know, it's all stomach. But people think about it stomach lining. It's not just stomach lining. There's all the musculature within the stomach. There's often a lot of a mental fat. Um, if you looked at the original photo, um, we had a great photo that we... In fact, I'm going to stick this back up. I wonder if it'll come along. Let's see. Oh, anyway, guys, if you just... By all the you way, need to do guys, is it's, it's not... Yeah, it's not just the lining. It is the stomach. It's yeah. it's the wall. It's the it's the it's all the muscular layers. It's the mucosal layers. It's the bacteria. It's the saliva. It's it's everything. Okay, and and that's why it's so important. That's what we're going to go through today. Yeah. Well, I well I well I well I actually you know we are raw pet medics on patreon.com forward slash raw pet medics guys. If you can visit there and give us the price of tea or a cup of coffee, we deeply appreciate it. And um, we're also uh, on podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. If you could raise us, please do, guys. We want to climb those rankings. And uh, we won't be happy until we're topping the list. So if you listen to us on podcasts at the moment, uh, please just pause for a second with the doggy. Stand on the lead. That's what I have to do when I pause with doggy. Uh, and then uh, I can use my phone for a moment. So please do that. We deeply appreciate that support. And tell your friends and share it around. So, uh, uh, yeah, should we begin with a little explanation? May I begin with a little explanation of what tripe is? Because I studied this for three and a half years in college for my doctorate. Did you know that? No. I'm no. sure I've, I'm sure I've, I'm sure I've told you, you before you, on this. Please, can I just say, check this? So for your doctorate, you 
just basically blurbed out a load of tribe. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Tribe and deer poop. That was uh, that was my 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 studies. Yeah. The, like the the first thing is that the pe- people use the word stomach all the time, right? So they say cows have four stomachs, and that kind of bothers me. It's like cows don't have four stomachs. Okay, so like in, that would suggest that you've got four digesting chambers, and so no, you've got four compartments. Okay, but they each do a different thing. Okay, and only one of them has what could be described as a stomach, the abomasum. That's the last one. It's smooth like a glove. And, and in that, you'll get a few digestive juices and uh, acids and whatnot being released. Yes, that's the last chamber. This first chamber we're looking at in these four good fermenting chewing the cud species, these guys, this is for holding huge volumes of food, okay? So a grass is the poorest foods, uh, uh, food source on the planet. So you have to eat, if you're something that eats grass, you have to be enormous because you have to take in huge volumes of this every day. And you can't digest grass, okay? But what you can do is you can farm bacteria that digest the grass mm. for you. So you bring in huge volumes, you chew it down with all the saliva and juice and goo, and you bring it down to the, uh, into the belly, the first, the tripe, okay? This is the, this is the rumen, they call it. And they hold that material, and then they bring it up later on for a chew, like a bit of chewing gum, and they send it back down again. And that process churns and heats up the mixture, and you get this bacteria digesting the grass down. And when it's small enough, it passes into the reticulum. And the reticulum is about a fifth of the size of this enormous rumen, four kilos in weight when it's empty in a cow. But this reticulum could be about half a kilo as well. It's like a very large tennis ball. I don't know what sort of ball that is. And it's kind of netted, like honeycomb shaped. It's such a cool shape. And that job is to take the smaller bits. It has a little narrow opening from this massive room. And it takes the smaller bits and organizes them and then passes them down into the omasum. And the omasum is this cool organ, which is like small and full of little tiny leaves. Have you ever seen it? You can peel the leaves like a book all the way around. Like, I mean, 30, 40, 50 of these leaves. And the idea of that is to extract all the water and bits and pieces from the grass. So by the time it gets down to the abomasum, this digesting chamber, it's actually goo. And uh, off it goes down into the intestines when it's ready to go. So that's the only digesting chamber. The rumen doesn't digest. It just holds bacteria. It's a fermenting chamber, I guess. That's what you would call it. And uh, in that lies a lot of cool stuff because you've got cool bacteria. They produce a lot of postbiotics. And uh, so that's kind of what the, the, the tripe does. And all these animals have these big bellies, okay? So you've got deer and you've got lamb or sheep. That, that's much a sluicier tripe. It stinks, I think. I mean, beef tripe stinks, but lamb tripe and venison and all sorts have this belly. The reason you don't see a lot of venison tripe is because they leave it on the mountain when they shoot the deer. Farm deer, you might find a bit of venison tripe, but they're not going to bring the belly and, and gut contents of the deer off the mountain because they can't carry it. So if you're eating farm deer, you might get a bit of venison tripe. I know a couple of people are sourcing it, but yeah. So that's the tripe in a nutshell. I thought I'd give that description to people to set up. I'm just going to come in with a linguistic kind of just out of interest. Now, number one is uh, even humans will say, I'm just going to ruminate on that, which I think is quite nice. Yeah, because yeah. when when uh, when cattle uh, or sheep, they just kind of sit down and they... They regurgitate some of this material from the rumen back up so that they can break it down further so that the bacteria can, can eat it as well. They say that's called rumination. So we've taken that on. And so even we, non-ruminants, ruminate, which is quite nice. Chew the, the thing is, Chew the cud. Chew the cud. And oh, chewing the cud. That's a good one. Chewing yeah. the cud. I like Very that. nice. Chewing the cud. And the other thing is the four stomachs, if you spell it F. O-R-E, you're actually anatomically correct because you've got the true stomach, the 
uh, Abba Mason, yeah? And then you've got three, three stomachs, which are called the four, the B4 stomach. So you've got three, four stomachs. Mm. If you're are you with me, is everybody no. with me? I'm not. They're, Okay, so you got you've got two hundred and ten so followers right got... now. I think we've just lost one hundred and fifty of them. Anyway. <laughs> we just lost two hundred and nine. No, 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 no. Stay with me. So because this is important, you and I have got a stomach. Okay, and imagine if you if you created three stomachs ahead of that to sort out what's going to go into the real stomach. They would be called. Four, F-O-R-E, yeah, B4 stomachs, okay? And that's all that the, the cattle and sheep and goats and venison do. They have these pre-stomachs, the four, or F-O-R-E stomachs, to uh, prepare everything before it goes into the real stomach, the real digestive acidic stomach, where there's mucus and acid and what have you. Just wanted to point that out because I like that time. Yeah. That's it's what, also it's interesting how they organize things in their stuff. So when you see deer will scavenge all sorts of bits and pieces. And so in these four chambers, you've got this enormous tripe initially, and then you've got the reticulum in the second chamber, and all the debris gathers in the reticulum. It doesn't gather in the room, and so like half chew, plastic bags, half a golf ball, bottle caps, they're all in the reticulum. It stops there. And, and so you can actually that can actually get quite clogged with dirt when the deer live in, uh, in, in public parks like the Phoenix Park. And did you know about tripe uh, from my project, which nobody's going to find interesting to lose the last 20 followers that are still listening? Um, it varies <laughs> in size during the year because why, why would the tripe get bigger in winter and smaller in the summer? Why does it get bigger and heavier? Because the quality of the forage. Yes, because in relation to what Nick was saying earlier, that's a, it's a muscle. It's all muscle and it's got all sorts of different types of longitudinal and uh, what's the other one muscle? and to contract it all the time. And so if it's working a harder forage, a tougher forage in wintertime, it gets heavier in weight. And so uh, because uh, female deer aren't as big, male deer can take this poor grass forage, but female deer are smaller, so they eat higher quality food, berries and nuts, and they hang out in forests. Anyway, that's probably enough about uh, what the tribe actually does. Um, I think one of the common questions would be, people want to know, uh, what's the difference between like washed tribe and bleached tribe? People are of the belief that uh, there's folk out there actually putting bleach on tripe. Uh, do you guys want to go through the process of what, what that is, or do you want me to? Do you want me to? Um... I'm happy to jump in there, yeah. okay? Because I have eaten bleached tripe, okay? I I did a post on my uh, Instagram uh, recently, no, probably six months ago or so, because I thought if I'm talking about tripe all the time i need to have tried it and to be honest it's a bit like squid but a little bit more squidgy than squid if you've ever tried squid okay so bleach tripe is the stuff that you will get in certain butchers certain northern butchers if i can be so northernist okay and it's it's it's, it's a classic you know tripe and onions is you know it's kept britain alive for years and years and years and um that's what humans have, yeah? They, they bleach it with literally with hypochlorite, a bit like domestos or a bit like, you know, a chlorine-based um, uh, uh, cleaning agent to get rid of all the bacteria, okay? And that's fair enough, and people like that. As far as the tripe that you get from the, uh, from the um, abattoir, 
If it comes straight from the abattoir, it's going to have loads of this gooey rumen content, which is basically grass soup in various stages of digestion. Okay, That's unwashed, but most of it will have a hose on it for a bit in, to a greater or lesser extent just to get rid of the, the, the gross contamination. And essentially, those are pretty similar in terms of how much goodness there is because all the, all the stomach is not really changed that very, that very much. Um, so I'd say if, if, it's, if it's unwashed, it's just mucky to deal with. But there's, a, there's, there's prebiotics there. The grass is prebiotic. There's a vast amount of probiotics because dogs have been eating cattle and sheep and, and, and goats for millions and millions of years. So they've got a great relationship with all those oh. amazing bugs. Oh. And... Oh, you're losing something. Well, if this is QI, the noise will go off where you start saying about animals eating bellies, okay? So this is ah. a very contentious topic. And, and okay, good. so let's, so go let's get let's into it. Okay, there. let's get into it. Go on then. Uh, actually, first of all, can I just rewind to the bleach bit? You're not allowed to use bleach in the, in the food chain, okay? Humans or dogs, you're not allowed to use bleach. So the, the, the terminology is raw tripe, okay, which we use in raw dog food. That can really only come from grass-fed cows because the U.S. doesn't feed green tripe at all because they're all CAFO-raised beef and they're fed wheat and corn, and that's what grows salmonella and E. coli. So a grass-fed cow has 300 times less salmonella per mil uh, than... Um, I was just going to raise exactly that, so yeah. well done. No, keep going. So, so, so that's why we don't have raw dog foods beefed up with tripe, pardon the pun, in the U.S. So, uh, so, so raw tripe is great over here tricky to get over in the US. Um, so that's the first thing. But then they have washed tripe. So washed tripe is where they hose it down and it still looks greenish. And as Nick was saying, has some of the goodies still on it. And that's fine because it's loads of folds and stuff. And all those little finger projections in the in the rumen, they're called villi for increasing the, the, the surface area of the thing. And you have them in your guts too. So that's washed tripe. And then the word bleach tripe. Bleach, you're not allowed to use bleach. So what they do is they use either boiling hot water uh, on the on the stuff and what happens is because they're using boiling hot water to sanitize it because humans have to eat it because uh, bleach is in color so they mean the bleach in color as opposed to the bleaching of the process and the other stuff they use is hydrogen peroxide which is inert to to your 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 badness but bleach is like that's in, in the u.s perhaps there's a bleaching agent that's used because uh, darwin's chlorination It'll be like the chlorinated yeah, chicken. Well, they, well, they chlorinate the chickens, don't they? There was that, yeah, whole, that whole yeah, thing true. that they have to chlorinate. So yeah. We're, um, we don't do that here, though, do we? No. No, no, we don't do it here. I, I, don't, but I is can't that, say is that sure. hypochlorous Brent, acid? Yeah. Is that hypochlorous acid, though, and it becomes chlorinated? <sighs> but anyway, <sighs> we can't use that over here. Okay. We don't use that over here. And I would like to bring in, depending on the time of year, will depend on whether... We've got grass finished. So sometimes over here in the UK, you won't have CAFO reared, but they will be shed finished animals, especially in the winter. And that's winter, where yeah. some of them will have concentrated feed, especially if they're beef animals or even for some of our lamb. So it's all about knowing the source. And this is a common thread and a common question on, you know, our um pre-show posting was well you know we get all sorts of issues with some dogs had massive reactions was that down to the actual tripe um some were having obvious signs of what you consider food poisoning of vomiting and diarrhea episodes 
And I would say some of that could actually be inadvertently not doing, not knowing the source of tripe that you're giving. And as Connor quite rightly said, the studies are there to show where you've brain fed that animal, that increased levels of salmonella and E. coli in those animals is huge compared to grass fennec. So, you know, this is another great reason to do what Modi does, you know, and actually go out and find somebody that will um, look at that grass-fed animal and that you're collecting that grass-fed tripe from that um, animal uh, once it's been uh, yeah. sorted. So it is really hard. I tried to do this. I had um, a colleague of mine, grass finishes her lambs. The slaughterhouse would not release anything except the carcass um they were you know and the the obvious liver organs so that's you know it can be a challenge it can be a challenge can't buy green pipe in ireland so all our stuff comes from northern ireland uh so when i was making pet food i couldn't get them to release green tribe to us they shipped it all off to eastern europe russia and uh so i would think about the cows were slaughtering i would not wouldn't so green tribe is very hard so you don't see it in raw dog foods made in ireland really you see it coming from northern ireland because it you the UK part um, of agriculture permitted. Okay, guys, I'm going to ask you a question. What's the difference between uh, grain finished in the US and grain finished CAFO in the UK? Because those two, one is much more intense. One in the states, they use a lot of antibiotics to stop the animals dying of acidosis because of all this grain in their gut. They're not meant to eat grain, they're meant to eat grass. And this, the, 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 this, this, the, this grain creates this massive acid environment. Okay, whereas in the UK, if they have to, they will use bicarbonate, not antibiotics, in order to keep the acid down. Oh. So it's possible that there is more contamination in a CAFO, in a, in a, in a pot-housed uh, beef animal who's... Grain finished, yeah. The grain finished means their last month or two months, they're given grain to really put fat, fat, fat on the meat. The meat. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in the states, they will. They, they, this is a whole massive industry, and they do use antibiotics, and they feed them on on M and M's and and off, <laughs> off, off. You know, I kid you not. Everything. You know, um, the the McDonald's, the 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 outcasts of of restaurants and what have you. In the states, they can get away with that. That, was, them, that was the omnivore's know. dilemma that highlighted that. Remember, he highlighted. Yes. Michael Holland. Yeah, that was. Yeah, P O W L A N. I want to. I need to up myself there. I I implicated Darwin's and 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 leaching. I should not equate those two. There's nothing to do with what Darwin's had. There's Darwin's some other issue. That was something else. Apologies for that. That wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It was some other life. Life issue. Anyway, look. It wasn't. It wasn't bleach. So I take that back. Sorry about that. So just to clear up. And I'm going to look at bleach because the stuff that I t- I tried was white as yeah, snow. Yeah, it's hot. And it's I'm, hot water or hydrogen peroxide. Just not, hot water. Not allowed to use bleach. Yeah, definitely not. Look in the, the UK. Well, okay. yeah. Right. Well, I don't know. You've you've left now, so God knows what brings yeah. <laughs> <But>, uh, <laughs> No, no. We've left. But do you know what? Because there's not enough legal people and there's not enough parliamentary time. We've taken all of the rules and regulations that were part of the EU, and we've kept surprise, them. Surprise, surprise. Wow, because they're pretty good. Um, <laughs> yeah. look, here, in relation to the, the other bit, though, Brett and Nick, you were saying that, like, um, so the, this pe- people are obsessed about the nutritional quality of tripe, okay? So you'll read a blog post, and people will pick out, you know, good quality fats and protein and some bits and mins and that kind of stuff. Okay, 
as does every single piece of food on the planet. I don't think tripe probably stands out in that regard. It's not really a sink. It's not a storage organ. But in relation to dogs actually eating tripe, I think that's interesting because I went, I spent a horrible couple of hours online on YouTube, particularly looking for images of dogs eating uh, sheep and cows. Uh, and I never found any videos of a dog eating the belly. Okay, so what I did find was two videos, I think I've got them saved, of them uh, eating a sheep, horrible old uh, death for the sheep, and they pull the mm. belly out of the way and then they get at the stomach contents. They want to get, the, oh, not stomach contents, excuse me, they, they get want to get inside of the organ meats and all the fat that's around the organs and stuff. So I haven't seen, there's no video footage that I've seen of a dog eating the tripe of a bigger animal, which is like sheep or cow, anything with a tripe or a belly full of grass. They may eat a bit of the intestines, although uh, some, maybe some people will tell me in the comments. But I just want to read this out. David Meck and his team, right, they have like thousands and thousands and thousands, 350 collective years of videotape of wolves, okay? So he's the absolute foremost authority on wolves. And in his book, Wolves, Behaviour, Ecology and Conservation, is a seminal work. Uh, he says, of wolves, to grow and maintain their own bodies, wolves need to ingest all the major parts of their herbivorous prey, except the plants in the digestive system. The large rumen is usually punctured during removal and its contents spilled. The vegetation in the intestinal tract is of no interest to the wolves, but the stomach lining and intestinal wall are consumed. So I think it's possible that the wolves would eat uh, the, 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 the intestinal bit where the food has been fermented and digested down, which maybe they'd, they'd sneak a bit in. Uh, but I've never seen any dogs eating tripe fresh from a dead carcass. Have, have any of you guys ever heard of such a thing? Okay, here's my thought on that is that you're a hungry wolf. You haven't eaten for seven days and you come across a carcass where the much better fed wolves have taken all the, the liver and all the good stuff. And there is intestine left there. I think you're not going to turn that. Uh, you're, you're not going to turn your nose up at that. In addition, my dogs, if they if they take down a hair, they will jump straight into the abdomen and start with the intestine. Yeah. So not the belly though full of grass. No, not the belly full of grass. However, I don't think a hungry hungry wolf is gonna say no to to tripe, to the belly to the belly wall. But Mech says they do. Mech says he hasn't he's not seen it. And that's three hundred and fifty years of videotape for me. Yeah, but I can give you about a billion years of veterinary <laughs> could, could I, um, could I also experience, say that, which says that kibble is good. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so and yeah. and if and if you're saying that you know a lot of our so you're saying that when they dump that gut of the deer on the hillside, that yeah, there's no evidence of foxes years. or other foxes dog species. No, foxes or, or other, four million years ago. Yeah, or right, nothing like a dog. Three, well, I could say, well, dogs diversified from wolves quite a time ago as well, but I'm not yeah. going to go there yet. But, I'm just no, saying, but, so any, any scavenger, meat eater. Foxes are omnivorous. So I can see African wild dogs would do it, hyenas would do it, but I don't see wolves doing it. And do- dogs only came out of wolves 30, 40 right. years all, ago. All, all I would therefore say is that my dogs are no longer dogs because they, they obviously will eat the intestines of the goats and stuff like that, that I... Yeah. Were, yeah. It's just a tripe yeah. bit, though. Since we're talking about tripe, I am, it's, it is interesting that... I, I just want to hear from someone that, yeah, we, I came across my poor old sheep had been savaged and the bellies were eaten. That's what I'd like to hear, but I bet you that... Yeah. It won't go... But it's poor quality, guys. It's poor quality. So if you're, if you're confronted with liver and heart and what have you and tripe, then you're not going to go for it. You'll go for liver yeah. and tripe. Liver and heart. If, if, you've, if the, the liver and the heart have gone, 
then you'll go for perhaps muscle meat. Yeah. yeah? And but if all of that is gone, I don't think you're going to turn your nose up at some edible tissue. Yeah. You're just not going to do it if you're if you if you're starving. You know, even yeah. you know, humans eat it. Humans yeah. eat it. And so, we're omniv- omnivores. But if you're starving and if you ate it when you're starving, I mean I eat a shoe when I'm starving. I'd even I'd eat my leather belt when I'm starving. Does that suggest it's a yeah. good food yeah. source? Or well, what I'm saying is so if source? I've debunked the guts of my goat onto the field, okay, I've yeah. taken the rest for yeah. me. Yeah. The dogs aren't getting yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. they're not starving dogs. And they'd eat the belly. But they would eat what's left of that intestine and um, rumen. Yeah. So why, what is your issue there? Oh, no, I just haven't, I've just never seen it. I just never saw a wolf doing it, never saw a dog doing it. And I'm interested, but it'd be interested to have a videotape of a pack of dogs eating uh, a ruminant and eating the belly where the grass is. Yeah, from, I mean, if you, trunk. obviously the, the thing is that it's that whole high value thing. And, you know, if you start to talk to people like Isla, she'll give you the uh, mm-hmm. levels of, you know, dominant dogs, Sometimes we'll eat the more dominant, you know, odorous meats within the yeah. heart and liver and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and you'll have yeah, others yeah. that won't, and you'll have the more subservient dogs eating. Sometimes some of the the things that like the intestines, like the rumen. Yeah. Um. So that's interesting that she would say that, having done the sort of study on wolves that she's done. Um, yeah. And yet, we're then saying that there's somebody else, maybe in a different area, different tundra. Who knows what yeah. the herbage is like within what yeah. they filmed, you know, because if yeah. it's in northern Canada in some, you know, tundra where the herbage that they take is totally different to the herbage of a lowland goat in northern England. Yeah, yeah like you could be studying grey walls in one particular bit. I think that's mm. like, it'll be interesting. We'll see what comes up. If anyone's got any information on that down the side, guys, you're all tribe beaters. Uh, pop it up i'd be interested to see oh, that video michelle fitzsimmons she's uh, she's on it she's going to be asking for she's, her she is all over it perfect um okay i've got i've got one one final thought is once a carcass has been finished yeah and this is after whoever has been filming it for say a week what's left answer skeleton the hooves have gone yeah they're quite chewy it's not skeleton plus tripe so the tripe goes somewhere. Scavengers. And it's hyenas, foxes, birds, everything will eat us. Oh, just, yeah, I've got a local hyena that keeps hyenas. <laughs> hyenas, yeah, hyenas aren't aren't aren't, aren't true, true blood uh, carnivores. Billy Dent. okay. We need to do a show African on wild carnivore dogs. versus omnivorous versus maned wolves. Omnivore. Omnivorous, okay. yeah, foxes. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Let's do a show. Let's do a show because I think there's a lot of crossover there. Yeah, it's an interesting debate because I think, remember I was, we were saying this a couple of days ago, lads, we were saying like um, back in the day, people were obsessed about tribe. They would say tribe's an elixir. Oh, it's an elixir. And you go, what's an elixir about? I mean, what is it that you think it does? I think personally, and I don't mean to put on tribe, but pardon the pun, but uh, you know, the thing is back in the day in the 70s, okay, back in the, in the proper 70s and 80s, they used to feed a thing to dogs called biscuit. And that was what all dry food essentially became biscuit. In other words, without the 4% bone meal they put in there to call it meat-based meal. So it was just it was just crackers. It was just wheat in a, in a little round thing. It was called biscuit. And breeders knew that dogs didn't put on good form eating carbs all the time. And so they'd go around looking for the cheapest part of the cow they could source. And they'd go to the abattoirs back in the day when you could do this because it was a more normal environment. And you'd walk up to the abattoir and say, hey, what's the cheapest part of the cow I can have? And they can go, well, you can have this belly if you want because humans don't eat it in Ireland and England. And so they'd say, lovely, give me a sack of that. 
And they'd take a sack of this, this smelly goo back to their dogs and they'd put it on top of the crack crackers they'd be feeding the dog. And the dogs would bloom and the breeders would go, oh, tripe's the best stuff you can feed dogs. And I'd say, well, pound for pound, a chicken thigh would beat the pants off a bit of tripe. I mean, you've got the cartilage and bone and fat and meat. You've got everything there. I mean, I'd like to see in a wrestling match a piece of tribe versus like any other piece of meat. No, probiotics. Probiotics. Pro probiotics for yeah. So, so yeah. Connor, are you telling me none of your products have probiotics in? No, I lie there. That's different. There's, there's hundreds and thousands of different products. But why would that probiotic be the one that dogs need? That probiotic's for digesting grass. It's a type of lactobacillus for digestion. Okay, yes, it has postbiotics that dog might benefit from. But if he really wanted it, the tripe and belly would be the first thing they'd eat. But I haven't seen that. I've only seen Because, of course, we've got to remind everybody that these herbivores with, you know, all of this tripe are actually not feeding themselves the plant material. They're feeding the bacteria the plant yeah. material to create mm. loads of great things like butyrates and all of those postbiotics which feed their gut Probably and feed innate. them. Yeah, you know? that's mad. So... So all of these people that go out there and say, look, are those bulls, they can, you know, they're feeding on plants, so therefore that's what we should eat to be the size of a oh, bull. Yeah. No, you've got to have a belly the size of a bull in order to get the same response from those plants. Uh, and we don't have that. So and, it's really okay. important to understand. So go, the going down the, the carnivore, omnivore uh, argument, we could go herbivore. It is a cow, a herbivore, because actually they're not, because they eat the products of bacteria, which are living organisms. So where do, where do bacteria come in the herbivore, omnivore, carnivore argument? Mm. Uh, okay? Bacteria everybody, <laughs> everybody lives on fats, yeah. okay? Yeah. Bacteria produce butyrate, propionate, fatty acids, and that's what the cattle survive on. That's why they put on fat and give you nice steaks and everything else. And so, actually... We all live on fats, fatty yeah, acids. That's interesting. Okay, at the, at the bottom line. Karen's okay, trying to so, move us on. So, <laughs> she is. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have to do tripe two, actually, because I'm going to look at... I'm going to try to bleach and tripe. I'm going to look at that and just see see what's what, and just I'll see if I can find a butcher to give me the lowdown on all that stuff. Dude. Okay, histamine. So um, a, a few people have asked about histamine... And the question that we've got is, is raw tripe, <clears throat> uh, is raw tripe contaminating dogs with allergies, contraindicated in dogs with allergies and dogs with a history of mast cell tumours? And there's another question somewhere, says, can you feed a dog with allergies with, with tripe because of the risk of histamine? Do you want to, who wants to jump in? into that Brent don't jump into that so uh, right my my take on this um is just like we had this discussion around fermented foods um there is a massive trend out there to talk about um if you've got any histamine related disease the first thing you can do I did a little search of this on Sunday this was this was before this morning's search this was Sunday's search and there are so many people advising, these are not just nutritionists, not just doctors, but just every man and woman and his dog and her dog <laughs> uh, seem to be <laughs> advising that the first thing you do if you've got anything that's histamine related in your disease is to cut out histamine rich foods. 
And I, I, I was trying to get my head around this because actually one of the biggest things that we have, you know, you can't just cut all of that out because there's a, you know, the diamine um, oxidase, oxidase, which is really important in the gut to reduce gut levels of histamine. But the levels of histamine within the body, the circulating system, and, and therefore actually is concentrated in mast cells. And those mast cells, it's all about when they degranulate, is that histamine continuing in those areas? Um, and that's reliant on another set of, of uh, enzymes, you know, HMNT, uh, which basically is about neutralizing that histamine that comes out of those mast cells. So it stops a cycle of inflammation reigniting more mast cells dehisting. So we've got to be really careful that we don't suddenly mix up histamine in the food, which actually can also be part of generating stomach acid. It's a, you know, part of the normal cycles of digestion with what happens. Does it actually get through the gut lining to excite any mast cells on the body side of that reaction? And that will be down to, is there lots of other leaky gut stuff going on? Is there lots of, you know, do we still need to seal and heal the gut? So I'm still yet to be convinced that That's actually we need to be massively hot on some of the benefits of the fermented foods. And that includes tripe because there's going to be fermented foods and stuff within green tripe for those people feeding green tripe. Um, and whether also there's stuff to do with what's in the cells around those, there's, you know, obviously got to be really, you know, histamine release um, in order for that digestive process that I've talked about, because that's a natural cycle for, you know, the goblet cells to release more acid within the acid part of the stomachs. That always depend which tribe you're feeding, all of those. That's my take is that I don't, I understand why there's a, it's there and people talk about it. I think that if there is a leaky gut and you give anything that's a massive challenge to that, then you might get a histamine response. But I don't believe that's because of the histamine in the food. I it's think like, that's the challenge like, of stuff going through the It's wall. like people drinking charged water because they want to affect the pH of their body. And it's like, but your pH of your body is like a really constant kind of thing. I'm not sure you can kind of uh, jump your pH up and down, jump having a pint of slightly charged water because your body doesn't fall for it that way. It's much it's more... buffers. That's, that's yeah. the whole point of buffering. That's interesting. That's interesting. So if, if I could just summarise there for boys... Um, can you give dogs with food sensitivities tripe? Just if you've got in if, two or three two or three words. If you've got a food sensitivity, oh, no. okay, your dog has a mechanical degradation of the gut lining, and when that starts to happen, you can start developing food intolerances. Okay, so the castle walls are breaking down, and little half-digested proteins can get through into the tissue and blood, and the body doesn't like that, and it'll tag those proteins and say, "If you eat any more of that half-digested protein, I'm going to freak out." So you will develop food intolerance. If you have leaky gut and you're eating beef, flavoured dry food, beef raw, dog food, it doesn't matter. As long as beef's going in, half digested, sneaking through the castle walls, the body's going to tag it and freak out. And next thing you know, you eat a bit of beef and the gut starts pumping the chain. So you've developed a beef intolerance. So it doesn't matter what part of the beef you feed. It can be a tripe, eyeball, you know, it can be his testicles, it doesn't matter. It's beef once it's chewed up and glued down. 
And so I doubt, I doubt you're going to get away with any part of the beef if you have a beef intolerance. But if you don't have a beef intolerance, you can eat beef all you like. Uh, if, I don't see why tri tripe would be a particular healer of leaky gut uh, because I don't see what constituents there are in tripe that would actually mend up those castle walls. Uh, deuterate, okay. I suppose. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, a little bit. Uh, okay, so Brent, where would you be on? <laughs> so, so right, dog, dog with, with uh, beef allergies, can you give it tripe? Well, you've got to get confused. Yeah, I know. So beef tripe, I would say no. You know, if it's got beef intolerance and a leaky gut, you're just going to aggravate things. If you're going to say goat yeah. tripe, um, you'd probably want to, you know, ease things back. Yes, I'd probably make sure that you, um, to some degree, have washed it, but you're giving other stuff, you know, it'd be bone broths and things like that, for me, first of a different one, but not from beef. And I, I think, mm. you know, that's, that's the important bit that I would want to get across is, look, there are different tripes out there. Tripe is not the same from a cow as from a sheep as from a goat as from a deer. And if your animal has definitively been told it's got an allergy to one of those, avoid that particular type yeah. of product. Even beef gelatin mm. on your capsules. Really, which is really hard yeah, because some gelatin. companies yeah. out there that are making mm. foods will have the, it's goat, okay? But then they're making up the organs with beef liver, beef kidneys, beef tripe. And, you know, mm, just putting it down cheap. as that's the, oh, so that's the organ mix. We didn't think yeah. we needed to declare that in the type of meat. And, and bone meal is okay. also going into some products as well, uh, I hear. Um, okay, so. I'm just going to just, just say it really, really simply. Therefore, if your dog's got a beef sensitivity, or you can't feed beef, be very careful with beef tripe, but you might get away with lamb tripe or venison tripe if you can get hold of it. If, you, if your dog has a, a lamb sensitivity, be careful with lamb tripe. You've got to do a food trial. That's the only way to get to the bottom line of that. The other, just one, one other thing, just in our last six minutes, is Rate Mac had the most amazing idea in, in that with our Christmas celebration gathering, I'm just going to give you a little teaser now. We haven't got dates, we haven't got a venue, but with our planned Christmas, <laughs> Christmas get together, <laughs> Rach Mack has, in her genius, has said, why don't we do Bush Tucker no. trials? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Not doing I that. I just knew he would do There's that. No I was waiting for us. No, 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 you no, no. You two could do that yeah, but, and I couldn't and I'm not doing that. No, 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 no. But some, some, of, some of the, the, the more adventurous uh, uh, RPM people might. So uh, I, I just, just put that out there just in case. Okay, yeah. so watch this space for the for the Christmas celebration. I'm going to say, why don't we go over to Patreon and just do one or two more questions? Yep. Okay. Would that be a good? I hate. I'm always the party pooper. I don't know why that is. No, it's good. No, um, you're right. But shall we? Yeah. Shall we? We'll, 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 we'll handle a Patreon. few more. We'll it's been great one to or two, see. Or we can talk, talk, we'll talk about salmonella for the rest of the evening. <laughs> salmonella, indeed. And uh, how so... we're not too worried about it, actually. Yeah, well, yeah, I think we can do that um, in those. So, oh, I've got a fact. I oh, oh. Guys, come, come over, come oh, and you'll need to, to join us over on Patreon over if you want to know what's going on. I've got a doozy. I've got a doozy, got a doozy something doozy. to talk about. I have it ready to go. 
Next week, we have got a raft of brilliant guests that the guys have been booking in. So you want to keep an eye out for those coming over the next year. Um, but if you want to catch up with us um, over on Patreon, don't forget um, Patreon forward slash Raw Pet Medics. Uh, just come and find us over there. Um, and for uh, that's our bit on the side. So Lovely. let's see you over there. Been Let's great to see you all tonight. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. Take care. Good night, guys. <laughs>